Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 we're back, we're black and brown. (laughs) Hey, Mandy. Hey, Tiff. (laughs) How was your day? My day was long. I had to get up at 3 a.m. to catch a flight. Well, I didn't have to get up at 3, but you know when you have like the early flight and then your anxiety wakes you up at 3 and you're like, why anxiety? (laughs) Yeah. Did you pack in the morning or did you pack last night? I just grabbed a few things in the morning because I'm only staying one night just for work. Okay. Shout out to Starbucks. <laughs> I um actually went by the house today and I actually, I think I picked out my, a tile that I really like. It's called Africa Tempesta. Ooh. I know. It's, <laughs> well, honestly, it's it's a marble with, um. so this is like my accent tile in the kitchen and, and, and um, the master bath. It's a marble with like a little like blue in it. And I really thought it was pretty. So I'm like, yay, because like I'm going to do a lot of like white subway just to keep things clean. But I wanted something that was going to, you know, something a little fancy for for trim. So I was excited to buy the samples today so we can go around and look at other materials to see if the sample goes with it. Are you guys doing everything on your own as far as like picking and choosing colors and tiles and stuff? Or are you working with anyone to help? Um, well, I'm working with um, Rihanna. She's a designer at Remain Homes. Her, she and her husband, she's a designer and her husband is a contractor, um, an engineer. Oh, and, right. um, okay. mm-hmm. and so like now it's like kind of like her part. She's been helping me pick out, like figuring out like what my style is or and what Superman style is. And, and we're getting to the part now where we're going to, you know, probably in like a week or so, really get down to the design portion of the of the program. So I'm excited about that. Very exciting. I feel yes. like this, this is a very long, uh, stressful week. It's only Tuesday, but at the end of this week, we are moving in to our house. <gasps> da, 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 da. Yo, so many changes, changes. How do you feel? I feel I feel like I'm finally letting myself get excited. It's been mm-hmm. it's been about a month longer than we were originally planning. We thought we'd be in before Thanksgiving, but I'm letting right. myself start getting excited. I'm also getting nervous because I can't believe the calendar is like telling me that Christmas is a week and a half away, but I just don't understand. Yikes! How. I have not bought anything. Oh my gosh! Now you thanks for saying that. Now I have anxiety about Christmas. You should probably buy some stuff. <laughs> I don't know why my my siblings decided this year we were going to do presents for everybody. There's no white elephant. There's no giving people a what? break. I know, but I'm going with like books, you know, I'm, I'm trying to respect my own budget and, uh, husband and I, I don't think we're going to be doing gifts for each other. We keep talking about it and I'm like, let's go check that, uh, 
that uh, mint.com profile one more time and before we discuss getting each other presents because that's kind of silly. I don't think we're going to do presents, but I we're doing like my my um my team and I are doing using something called Elfster. So that's like, you know, the white elephant where you kind of just yeah. exchange gifts. And then um, my sisters and I, we use this website called Draw Names. So so I still have to order. The good thing about like Elfster is that because um, everyone on my team lives in a different like state. So when you order it, it goes directly to their house. So we just got a message today saying tomorrow is the last day to order for it to get there on time. So I'm like, OK, let me I'm going to do that tonight. And like our, it was cute because I think our, our our budget for Elfster was like 15 bucks. So. Um, though who I got, they chose all these $25 things. I'm like, did they not see the budget? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, what should I do? Because the, the, like the, the person who I got chose either really cheap things, which were like $5. So you can't exactly send like a $5 gift or they chose like $25 things. And obviously, I mean, I'm going to get the $25 things, but I definitely was like, um, the rule state. Well so, played. <laughs> they're like, I she know. doesn't want to feel cheap. But she doesn't like confrontation, so she's not going to tell me to choose. <laughs> Just stick to the rules. Exactly. But, you know, we, we, it's a surprise. We don't know who has who. Oh, so, okay. But, yeah, yeah. But that's just funny. <laughs> I was like, so I guess you're getting this uh, $25 bag. <laughs> so, no. But I, I'm excited because we're actually going to do, like, on, on Slack, we're going to have a virtual Christmas party or a virtual holiday party. Oh, fun. How does that work? I've got some remote workers, and I, I felt bad, so I was going to send them. Uh, we're doing, like, our our office um dinner this week like an office party and then for the remote workers i was just going to send them like a gift to their homes um honestly i don't know how to do it they're planning it which i think that was really cute and i was like how how is this gonna work do you byob like (laughs) everybody could be drunk on slack video like hey but listen at least at a holiday party there's no evidence in writing of the things that you say (laughs) to people (laughs) like i don't know that sounds like that's cute though it is cute. Um, we did go to Home Depot and bought um, Christmas lights, so that was probably when I started feeling excited. I mean, we'll we'll have Christmas lights in a Christmas tree. We may not have like a shower door, but you know, small small things <laughs> will happen after the new year. But I'm just so ready to get in there, and we may not have a countertop for a while, but it's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. No, but the fact that you're in, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm looking forward. We're likely not gonna get in until uh, late. January, early February, but either way, I'm excited. This is like a side, like a, a random, but I thought this is a good, like for those of you who are um, like business owners. So one of the things that my my um, business partner um, did is that he sometimes, because um, he travels all over, he sometimes forgets to make meetings. And now he is the, the, he's our CMO as well. So he's my business partner, but he's also my chief marketing officer. So, cause he's like a marketing genius. He's great at it. So we have a marketing team meeting every Tuesday and he missed two of them um, because he woke up late or whatever. So the last time I guess he was like, okay, I want to be more responsible. So the last time he missed it, he was like moving forward. Every time I miss a team meeting, everyone who's supposed to be on me, I think it's like, uh, I want to say six of us that are on the marketing team meeting that every time I miss a team meeting, I will PayPal each person on the team for the team, the marketing team, $50. And I guess that was his way of like, you know, making sure he's like, unless I, unless I give you 24 hour notice. So we were like, everybody was like, yes, okay. He missed the meeting today. (laughs) When I tell you the team is, yes, they're like, we don't even need you to show up. So oh, everyone, <laughs> everyone is dropping their PayPal link. <laughs> Talking about pay me via friends and family so I can avoid fees. 
So, like, I just thought that that was a really good, like, do you do anything like that to kind of, like, you know, especially with the new year approaching, like, you're trying to correct behavior? Are there things that you do, like, you know, like a swear jar or whatever that, like, help you to correct your behavior? So he's trying to correct behavior about, like, showing up and being on time. And so, you know, paying that $50, it, it can be upwards of $400 that he would have to pay on Tuesdays if he forgets to make it or at least forgets to give us notice. So what, what things do you have in place that's like, that are like, oh, you know, this is going to help me not to forget to do what it is that I set out to do or to stop doing a behavior that's no longer, that's, that's not helpful or useful. Yeah. Tweet us at the BA podcast on Twitter, or you can email us at brianambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Dot com, but I meant you, Mandra. That's I mean oh, you too. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I have. I feel like my lifestyle is so out of whack. My my big resolution is just to get back in the gym and start eating healthy again in 2019. Because living not in a real house and like my routine being thrown off, like for the past four or five months, it's been bad. I need to get back on it. Yeah. So that's my goal for 2019. Get back to regular Mandy that I recognize. It hasn't helped that like work has not slowed down. And I think I'm finally seeing the error of my ways. You know how you hear people say, you just have to plan your life. Like as if, I don't know, I don't know what people say, but I feel like I I keep telling myself when work slows down, when work slows down, when work slows down. And I've been saying that for two years and it's not slowing down. So like I need to do something different. Yep. Um, and I, I know exactly how you feel because you're right. You, I guess, I don't know, maybe when we were like in high school or college, like there were, you know what it is? There were like peaks and valleys where it's like, oh, the semester is closing. So yes, life has slowed down because I'm not doing all my final papers and stuff. But as an adult, you realize that it, that never happens. I thought there would be. Like I even know. summer isn't summer. You know, summer was going to be chill and then you know crazy things happen i just i don't know what and q1 is gonna like it's just ugh. yeah I don't know. you know oh you know you're an adult when you start to say q1 oh my oh, gosh i know I-, I heard myself the times i said it the number of spreadsheets i have open right now that say q1 in them i can't even tell you I'm like which one is this um yeah it's just a bit it's just a bit over i mean it's not overwhelming it's it's I, i'm still enjoying it but i also feel like i have to put a line somewhere and like carve out time. Like I can't keep using that as an excuse not to go to the gym. I can't keep using that as an excuse to stay at work every night until eight o'clock. It's not like it's going to be temporary, you know, it's going to be until I say, nope, I'm leaving or nope, I'm doing this because it's for my health. I just can't keep using it as an excuse or waiting because it's not going to happen. Like I need to be the one to put that barrier, put that um, wall up, you know, boundary up. No, it's true. Once you like it's and it's not easy, but it, it's it's more than doable. But you're right. If you don't put the boundary up, the boundary is not going to come and knock on your door and say, hey, here I am. Boundaries. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. 
they understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. I just went to the doctor. Was it yesterday? So yesterday they took the, I had an IUD. And did I mention that they put an IUD in? Because when, you know, like when you're like, let's just say you, 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 I don't know, cut your hand or whatever, that your skin um, um, gathers together to heal itself. Right. And so I had all the fibroids taken out. It was almost a year ago. Well, yeah, it was January. So I got all the fibroids taken out and my uterus was healing, but it kept healing together and creating scar tissue. And it created a lot the first time because I had like 16 fibroids removed. They, they took out the scar tissue, but get, of course, my, your body is doing what it knows to do, which is healing again and created more scar tissue. So I had like uh, another scar tissue remover and there was one little piece left. So what they did was they put an IUD. So that's usually the thing that you put it so you don't get pregnant, but it's like the one without the medicine or whatever keeps you from, it's not just the medicine that, that stops you from getting pregnant. When you have a obstruction inside your uterus, the, your, your body instinctively knows that you can't have an obstruction and a baby grow there. So just like it just, your baby won't take. So anyway, the IUD was in there to um, basically hold my uterus open because it's like, think of it like almost like a pogo stick, you know, like it's like bouncy. And so, but it's a stick and it basically was holding my uterus open so it could heal away from itself at the sides of itself. So it worked. My uterus is totally clear. It looks great. But so the last time I went, I went. And so the, technically my, during my next cycle, I should be able to start um, IVF. But I had a cyst on my ovary and I was like, what a cyst? And she was like, no, it's common that women like just in in general, like let's just say you have a particularly um, um, rough ovulation. I don't know. Like if you got a lot of cramps or whatever, it's common for in your ovaries to, to have a cyst and they like, cysts will grow and break on their own. You know, almost like a pimple. Think about it that way. Yeah. And I said, oh, okay. So she was like, so it's normal. But she was like, we can't do IVF with the cyst, though, on your ovary. So we're, next time you come, we'll do like an um, ultrasound. It should go away on its own. And if it doesn't, it's going to go away on its own anyway. But it could be two months. It could be two weeks, you know? Oh, There's no man. way. Just like with your pimple. Exactly. But what she did tell me was that the next time I come in like three or four weeks, they'll do an ultrasound. And if it hasn't gone away, they'll put me on birth control because birth control will make the process faster. So she was like, we'll put you on birth control for like a week or two and it will um, it will will make the cysts go away faster. And then we can start the actual it's been a year's worth of prep, the actual mm-hmm. IVF process. Honestly, it hasn't been like I know people are like, are you disheartened? I'm like, no, because it's not like. Like I was watching um this interview with um um uh, Gabrielle Union and she did IVF like eight or nine times and it just didn't take. So I haven't even I haven't had any disappointment yet because we haven't tried it. It's just really been like prepping me to be able to. So I honestly it's just been the process hasn't been disheartening. It's just been like, okay, take out the fibroids, okay, take out the scar tissue and take out the scar tissue and take out more scar tissue. Okay, there's a cyst that'll go away. If it doesn't go away, take some birth control, it'll go away. And so once we actually start the process, that's when it's like, okay, everything is in place. So I've got two choices. I've got a choice to um, um, 
uh, like get the, 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 um, what is it? Not the, the fertilized egg, like, uh, what is that called? Embryo. I can get in my embryo tested for like down syndrome, this and that. But uh, the doctor, some doctors will tell you not to, because they worry that you'll like any, any bothering of the embryo, you put it at risk, you know, like, so she was like, Oh, cause I told her I wanted to get tested. Cause I was just not that, I don't, there's no down syndrome or anything in my family, but I just wanted to make sure that we had, we chose the healthiest egg possible. And she was like, you know, you can, but we're, we're already going to choose the healthiest sperm and the healthiest egg, you know? So, but, and if I do that, there is a possibility for twins because if they don't do the testing, then they put, she's going to put two embryos inside me because there's a likelihood of one not making it, you know? So what they do is that that's why you see so many women who go through the IVF process. So many women have twins. It's because typically they will try and put two because, um, you know, they're, when your your first time that you do it, your body is, I forget what my sister called it, sister, your body is, um basically it's like when you first go on your diet, your body is shocked into like, like, um into successful behavior because it's like, whoa, you know, like you're eating a lot of lettuce. We haven't had lettuce in so long. You're drinking a lot of water. So all of a sudden you're losing weight faster than maybe like week three into your diet. So same thing with IVF that like they, they, she was like, we want to basically double the opportunity for, for you to have a successful, you know, pregnancy. And they put two, that's why you see so many women, like I said, with twins. So if I get my egg tested, they only put one. If I, if I don't get it tested, they put two and then I have a potential for twins. So that's like my choice now to decide like, what do I want to do? You know, I kind of want a twin, but then I'm also like, yikes. Um, but not that, I mean, but she's not doing it for me to have twins. Cause you don't like, she's like, no, where she's like, I'm not here to give you twins. I'm here to just give you the potential to have, um, the, the healthiest baby, um, possible. Um, so yeah, so I either start in a few weeks or I start next month with the actual cycle. And by then I have to decide, like, do I want one that's tested or do I want two that are untested? But knowing that they picked the, the healthiest version of me and the healthiest version of Superman to, to put forth. So that's kind of a decision we have to make. There's so much with I've learned so much from like about my reproduction system and so much about like what it takes. And you just don't realize, I can't believe how many women don't, or how many women go through this. And like, like my, my younger sister, Carol, she, she had two kids, boom, boom. She and her husband, you know, like it was like, I think she got like, like, um, she like, you know, like, I think it was like her wet, her honeymoon night, you know? And then she had a first and then like literally a year or so later, she had her second, no issues whatsoever, you know? Um, but then here I am and I'm like having so many, like having so much trouble and you just never know. Um, so yeah, that's my, um, that's my update. So hopefully within a month or two, well, if I do get pregnant a month or two, I'm not going to tell y'all because you're really supposed to wait like three or four months, you know? Fair enough. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, Mandy, but like, you know, that within a month or two, I'll actually be pregnant. And then within three or four months of being like in like past the danger zone, that's just the danger zone for every woman, whether you have fibroids or not, you're really supposed to wait three or four months because the, you, you miscarriages are way more common than, than, um, than women, uh, share. And so, you know, it's just within a month or two, you know, anything can happen.
It's time for questions. Now that I talk you guys ear off and didn't let poor Mandy get a get a word in edgewise. <laughs> it's time for questions. Question. If you have a question, where can they email us? You can go to brownambitionpodcast.com and click ask us anything. Or you can hit us up on Twitter like listener Casey did today. I'll read her question at the BA podcast on Twitter or hit us up at Brown Ambition Podcast on Instagram. Dot com. Well, not dot com. <laughs> the gram. <laughs> that is the gram. <laughs> Let's get to Twitter user listener Casey's direct message that she sent us last week. Casey says, hi, ladies. I love your podcast. I need some advice. I have a credit card at a really high interest rate of about 25%. I got it when I was young, so my usage is at 75%. I've been paying it off but not seeing much progress. I want to be wise about my credit usage. I have another card that's almost paid off too. I also have a credit union that could give me a personal loan to consolidate both cards and pay it off at a significantly lower rate. Is it worth it? Good question. Yes, it's worth it. Um, <laughs> if that personal loan has a lower interest rate than 25%, 100% it's worth it to use it to pay off that credit card. And then the good thing about personal loans is that they're a fixed rate over a fixed period of time. Yeah. Unlike a credit card, they're not gonna you're not going to keep seeing that interest accrue like on top of interest um, month after month and just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You get a fixed rate. They tell you how long it'll take you to pay it off, and you know exactly when you will have that loan paid off. The interest rates baked into your payments, basically. And something too that's like uh, that's um, good about a um, a loan in that way is that I think it's fifteen percent of your score is type of debt, right? So, like a credit card is considered revolving debt, so that's like that that like basically never ends because you charge it, use it, charge it, use it, pay it off. But with um with a um a personal loan. Yeah, that's an installment loan. So you get like a little bit of a credit mix. So as you pay off both of them, you're going to see a boost. And that'll just give you a little extra boost because you have a different type of debt to show that you know how to be good with your with your with your um, your credit and your creditors. Yeah. 100. Uh, next question from listener Amy. Another credit question. Amy says, my credit score is steadily rising and I'm quite proud of it. But now I need a new vehicle. My current car is almost 10 years old. The door handles fall off and there is a clicking sound happening under the hood that no one can seem to figure out. Recently, my son was involved in an accident with his grandmother and he received a $15,000 check from the insurance company. My options as I see it are to either use about $10,000 of that money to put a down payment on a used vehicle so my car note will be paid off quickly and easily, put the remaining $5,000 into a savings account for my son, or I could just use $5,000 of that insurance money to pay off my credit card debts and put the $10,000 in savings for my son since it really is his money. And then I would just take out a new loan to pay for my car through my credit union. Basically, my question is, what would you do if this were your situation? So her son, I know this is a lot to unpack. Mm -hmm. Her son was in an accident. He's got $15,000 from the insurance company that uh, I'm assuming he's a minor. And so his mom wants to basically wants to get the okay okay can I use this money for me even though technically it should be his since he was involved in the accident so she's either going to take 10k to pay down her car oh sorry 10k to pay down her car and buy a new one um, and only save 5k for her son or flip it and save 10k for her son and then use 5k to pay off her credit card debt and then take out a new loan to get a car hmm. tricky I know it is question here well, I'll say this. 
I don't know how old her son is, that, you know, like your car is not like some, it's not like you're using it for like shenanigans. Like you're like, I want to go on vacation, you know, that like your car is assume I'm assuming is how you get to work, which is how you pay your bills and how you put food on the table. So, you know, I, I'm not opposed to using some of the money to make sure that you can ensure that you can continue to provide for your son. You know, um, I, I don't, you know, if possible, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to use all of it, which is what you suggested. Um, and I don't know, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable putting it toward my credit card debt. Cause I'd be like, well, these are my choices that I've made. Like, I feel like, like I said, a, a car, especially in certain States, it really is a necessity. This is not a, you know, this is not a luxury. Like I have to have a car to go to work. Um, so I feel like I lean more toward that, although it's more money toward what you, and it's, a, do you have to put down 10? Like, what can you afford, you know? Yeah, that's true. She says use $10,000 of the money to put a down payment on a used vehicle. So my note would be paid off quickly and easily. I mean, you want a used vehicle that's good and reliable because she has a son. 10 k yeah. on a used car, you know, that's not for a good used car. Yeah. We got a, we got a used car that was, um, well, one year pre-owned. That was more than that. So, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's out, it's, it's outrageous to spend yeah. on a reliable car. Yeah, you know, because mine was, I think it was two years, like, you know, I think my car was a year or two old and and it was $22,000. So you're right. You put down ten k. you you're thinking like if a car is, what, ten, a car is fifteen dollars to $20,000 for a used car that's still really reliable, maybe only a year or two old, maybe certified pre-owned, let's just say 20000 you put down ten, you pay ten off over the next three years. So that's not crazy. I feel like I lean more to that because how do you feel about Mandy about using the money to pay off credit card debt? Uh, I, uh, I mean, I know logically if the credit card debt has a higher interest rate than her car loan would be, then it would make sense to pay it off first. But I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying. Like if it's, if it's credit card debt, I feel like getting a new car, you could at least say, well, this will benefit my son and my family yes. and my household yes. mm -hmm. for time to come. And she doesn't say she has that much credit card debt. Um, she seems like she has... She says a little bit of credit card debt is not very much. So if you put 10K, get a reliable car, and then, like you say, 5000 in savings for your son, um, and then you make a plan to, to pay off the rest of your credit card debt and don't, and, you know, promise not to dip into that $5,000 you've saved for him, then I think that's two birds with one stone. Um, but at the end of the day, it's what you live with and how, what, what you're happy with. Mm-hmm. And as long as, like you said, like, I think Manny and I are on the same page is that, that the money should benefit your son, even if indirectly, because benefiting you as a mom, especially a mom of a, of a child that's a minor, then like, you know, making sure that you and your household are, are okay, is what's, it's what's important. And so just making a choice that, that does that, you know? Yeah. Cause you don't want to get into car debt either. It's a really yeah. interesting question. I it think is. This is. I like this question because it's one of the more challenging ones that we've had, and it's not so black and white, and there's a lot of different yeah. ways you could go. So um, thanks for asking it. I don't know that there's a perfect answer. Yeah. Um, there's so many, and only you know your situation. I feel like that's the kind of that's the kind of question I feel like my mom and my dad had to answer a lot when I was growing up, how to give and take. Um, and really, it's it's what what would you feel proud telling your son that you did? Yeah, you know, when he's older. Think of it that way. I think you could totally justify. 
we needed a car for the for the house and for our family and I still saved you this amount and your savings and that's that yeah I, I agree thank you for your challenging and interesting question Amy um, again you can hit us up at brownavisionpodcast.com with your questions <laughs> Boost and break. Uh, <laughs> I have. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go first because mine is a little bit sad. So I'm like, oh, I just okay. want. Well, well, not sad for me, but sad for this young girl. The, you know, um, the young woman, Centoya Brown. You know, she killed that. Um, that uh, I think she was like uh, 15 or 16, and she killed. Um, she was a victim of sex trafficking. And um, she, she killed, um, the, uh, I think it was like a 43-year-old man. And um, because after he solicited her for sex, uh, yeah, he was 43. She was, she was 16. Um, and she said he was, um, it was she, he, she thought he was reaching under his bed to get a gun. Uh, meanwhile, after he had sex with her as a minor. Um, and she had been, you know, there wasn't, you know, a choice. She had been trafficked. And so she got, um, she's been in jail since that time. And now uh, in Tennessee, she, they're saying she's going to have to serve out um, 51 years in prison before she's eligible for parole. Isn't that crazy? That's so sad. And yeah, it is. And so that's just my break because it's just, this is not, and it said it was um, unanimous, um, the decision. And I'm just like, that just seems so a 41, a 43 year old man can, can basically rape because you can't consent at 16 in the United States of America can basically rape a, um, a child that has been trafficked. So I'm assuming if she's 16 and this is happening a long, I can't imagine how long she's been in this industry and, you know, being afraid for her life. And, and killing someone who raped her, basically. I just I just don't even know what that means. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like more of us need to say things about it. Like, remember that young boy who who had um, influenza? Isn't that so crazy? Remember? And it was, uh, he, like, I guess he took his car and he, he I don't, I don't, I can't remember the, the crime he committed, but basically he took someone's life and they said, oh, he had influenza. He had so much influence that he didn't even know what he was doing. He didn't get, like, any time. Or the young man that raped an intoxicated woman. She was unconscious. He got six months. I, I just, I don't know. I just don't even, I don't, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. Like if she weren't a woman of color, do you think it would be, have been the same outcome? Of course not. Yeah. And uh, imagine if she was a woman of color and the man she killed, because I think the man she killed was, was white and the man she killed was black. If she was white and the man she killed was black, there, there, first of all, there wouldn't have been, there wouldn't have been any of this. And it, it's, it's a shame because it's like, what? This girl has never caught a break. Like, you know, being sex trafficked at 16, Lord only knows when it started. And uh, yeah, for it to be, she's not going to be eligible for parole until she's 69 years old. Like, what does that even mean? This is not someone who is a danger to society. This is someone who has society has been a danger to her, you know? <sighs> yeah, so that's my boost. My, my That's my break. It's just like, just, it's hard when those these types of things happen because you're like, well, what do you do? Do you, you know, besides bring attention to it, what can be done? Because this just seems like, how is this okay? 
that this young girl should have suffered all of this time and then to have to suffer even more for her lifetime, like a full lifetime, a full lifetime. It just. Well, I was going to take a brown boost for um, office holiday parties, but I feel kind of <laughs> awkward <laughs> now. now you We're can. talking about the. It's always good. I mean, sometimes I usually take a boost, so it's good. Let's end with a boost. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, my office holiday party. So we are, our team is growing and I'm very, very excited that we're doing like a little um, office party this Friday and it'll be a good, like I've been talking about how hard we've been working and I feel like everyone just deserves a night to kick back and have fun and have all the margaritas. We're going to a Mexican restaurant. We're going to do a digital one. So we did this thing like my team, like, um, we use Elfster that I mentioned earlier. And so we're, we're going to have a, a digital office party. I'm excited to see how it's going to go. Let me know how um, that goes. Cause I feel awkward cause we have part of our team is um, remote and I'm like, all right, maybe don't post in the Slack how much fun we're having. <laughs> oh, you guys use Slack too. Oh my God. Who doesn't use Slack? Everyone uses Slack. Right. I love Slack. <laughs> I hope that, um, you think Slack is not public yet, right? I hope they go public so I can buy their stock. I am done buying stock. Listen, I'm, <laughs> all the stocks I chose this summer are just like crashed and burned. And I'm like, I mean, I cut my losses. I didn't put that much in, but I'm like, let me just stick to index funds. I'm done. I don't have the tolerance oh, yeah. for it. Shout out to anyone who has the patience and picks good stocks. But I I think I'm going to just stick to my, my target date fund. That's fine. Yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm I'm starting to get into index funds a little bit more, but I still like to play with stocks just for fun. Like, like you said, it's kind of like my, the money that I money. Oh, I don't yeah. like it. I only want to play I if I win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's been a good show. This is your warning. A week and a half till Christmas, you guys. Yes. If you have not ordered your things from wherever you're ordering them from, you might want to do it this week. Just saying Amazon Prime. Yes, for real. I'm actually like, I'm going to take a day and be like, this is my Christmas shopping day online. And sometimes I'll go like to the stores, but like only during the day, like a, like a Tuesday at two when everyone's at work. I can't go to stores because I buy stuff for myself. That's my, that's how I, I try and prevent myself from making bad decisions. Just don't put yourself in a situation where you make bad decisions. Like I would just, don't go to pier one or home goods by yourself. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, those stores <laughs> now are so addictive now, right? Yes, they are. Well, have a good rest of your week. And next week will be the last week before Christmas. And we'll, we'll be taking a couple of weeks off, right? Um, sure. A little brown ambition break or a little holiday break. Okay, that'd be cool. Okay, good. Feliz Navidad. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.